1: all right we've got a question for you Uh, what makes your favorite movie theater awesome that's the question six five one six four one one oh seven one on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And this all came about because Bradley Trainer went to a movie theater this weekend to see a really awesome movie.
0: Yeah, by the way, let me just put in a plug. I mean, I'm like the last person to put in a plug because this movie came out forever ago. But if you haven't seen Black Panther and you're wondering whether it's worth the hype, oh my God, go. And I'm really just speaking to you, Colleen, because uh, it's totally worth the hype. You know, sometimes when a movie first comes out, and I promise I'm going to get to the favorite movie theater part in just a moment, but I just want to say this about Black Panther. Um, Sometimes when a movie comes out to big fanfare, you go see it a few weeks later because you didn't get a chance Mm -hmm. to see it when it first hit theaters. Um, it can be kind of like, what was all the hype about yeah. right? You're like, they totally oversold this. This movie, totally worth all the hype. Mm-hmm. Go see it. Now, in the process of going to see this great movie, we I went to a theater that I used to consider one of my favorite theaters. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you the theater name because I don't want to make it about them. But I walked in and I was like, um, what happened to this place? It's not maybe what I remember it being. Mm. And it seemed like it maybe had gone downhill a little bit. Mm. And I was really bummed. And I feel like I uh, was talking a little bit about this with Jamie. I really feel like at some point, all theaters go through this period. Oh, where yeah. They kind of like the the the
1: bloom is off the rose, the, the a bloom little is bit. off
0: the rose. Mm-hmm. It's a little tarnished. You walk in and you can just sense this like, like maybe there's a few extra kernels of popcorn ground into the carpet mm. than there was before, and it just isn't very, you know, exciting and vibrant. So that made me think like, what's the thing though that makes a great theater? Because at one point this was one of my favorite theaters. And, you know, what is it about a theater that makes it your favorite? And I honestly think it's like really simple things like cleanliness. Mm-hmm. And um, for me, it's the like the staff. I know that sounds weird, but What I mean by that is like you, if people are like this kid was on his phone Mm -hmm. at the checkout. So like I ordered my popcorn and while the, the other kid was getting the popcorn, he was like on his phone
1: and he was working. Yeah.
0: Stop. Yeah. He was at the register.
1: No. On his
0: phone. Uh-uh.
1: And I was like, uh huh. And
0: like people were just kind of loitering around and I was like, the, the juice has just come out of here. And I honestly think that, you know, it's the staff and it's cleanliness that really makes a theater. I also think it's your, your concession selection. Oh
1: okay. Well, I've got a thought on concessions and theaters going downhill that yeah. I will share with you in a minute, but we've got people calling in six five one six four one one oh seven one. What makes your favorite movie theater awesome? Todd is on the line. Hey, Todd. Hey, how are you guys
0: doing today? Good. Good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Uh, well, this is going to be a little weird. My favorite movie theater looks like it's straight out of a horror movie. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, Why? It's, it's located in like this area of Shakopee that nobody goes to anymore and pretty much everybody forgot. It's like the last thing open in this old strip mall. And almost every time I go there, I can almost guarantee I have the movie theater to myself. Oh, so you like having the movie theater yourself? Absolutely. I'm a little selfish that way, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Hermit life. That is interesting.
1: So, like, you like the ghost town aspect of it. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's interesting. Awesome. Thank you, Todd, Thanks, for your Todd. call. Let's go to Sandy. Hey, Sandy, what uh, makes your favorite movie theater so awesome? Hi, Sandy. Oh, hi.
0: Um, well, I go to the Marcus Theater in Oakdale, and it's spotless. I I love the, the reclining seats, mm. and... You can what's really kind of nice is I can I don't have to get there really early if I want a certain seat. I can go right online and order my seat, yeah yeah, if you're like picking your own seat but it's it's beautiful, and the staff is wonderful, I really think staff uh, and thank you Sandy. Thank you, I really Sandy. think the staff is key when it comes to great theater because like and especially because it's usually young people, mm-hmm. and if young people are just like and you know it's no knock against young people, I was one once, and mm-hmm. I remember being like a shiftless you know um. Not concession worker but you know somebody behind a counter who didn't give a crap you know that kind of just sets the mood and when you go to the theater you want to you know you want to feel like the people that uh, are taking care of you are actually excited to be there.
1: I think one of the things with the facilities is this so when, uh, when there's a great new movie theater on the scene and there's some sort of, you know, the new thing in theaters is reclining seats, right? Everybody gets so excited about the new theater that has the reclining seats. And then all your old theaters, are like, oh, okay, well, we don't have the reclining seats. And then they start to have bad self-esteem, so they're not taking great care of themselves. And then eventually they'll get the great new thing, and then everybody flocks over there. The other thing about it is, do you remember when theaters opened and they had multiple concession stands?
0: Oh, yeah. So, like, you'd have
1: one yeah. in the main area. And now they've
0: shut them all down that, because it's, like, from prehistoric yes, times. Yeah.
1: And it aggravates me because there's nothing that looks like what that says to me is you gave up like you you opened that with optimism that second concession stand you had that made you staffed it and then now you've given up that's what it says to me and it always bums me out too because i get really frustrated when i'm standing in a line like six deep and i know that they've got another concession stand that they're not utilizing i'm like hi oh let's go to rebecca hi rebecca What makes your favorite movie theater awesome? So I like the other theater in Shakopee, the big Marcus Theater. What makes it great? We're hearing a lot of good things about Marcus Theaters. I know. I need to go to Mm Shakopee. That one is absolutely amazing. It's by the Home Depot. It is phenomenal. You walk in, there's a full service bar and restaurant on the right side, on the right straight in front of you. There's the concession stand. They have Pizza. And French fries. Yes, please. Thank you. And you you can order them and they'll bring it to your seat in the theater. Oh my gosh!
0: Oh my god, that's I awesome. love it,
1: Rebecca. Thank you. You're very enthusiastic about I do, that theater. I do
0: like now that you can get food in theaters, mm-hmm. um, like uh, like
1: actual food,
0: chicken tenders. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I love chicken. tenders Or like
1: you know, some actually have like a a, a restauranty place. Yeah.
0: Like and you can have like your flatbreads. Yeah. pizza is not fancy enough.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: Um, I had a friend who just texted Kim. She said, "I like when you can add your own butter." Oh, that is exciting. I actually want those people to butter my butter but I want the or butter, butter your own, butter butter my own kernels um, but I want you to do halvesies. Uh-huh. you know fill up half butter the kernels mm-hmm. fill it up again butter it again and then salt the heck yeah. out of
1: it uh, let's take one more call from Brianna Brianna's on the line Brianna what makes your favorite theater awesome hi I this is a little less about the aesthetic of a the theater but more so about access I love when theaters are prepared to have captioned movies and caption technology working I work in the deaf field oh, in Minnesota sure. and I just love when the showing time for a caption film especially a popular film is on time for a showing and they have all their equipment working and everything's working and everything can be seen and accessed and that goes for all sorts of disabilities that can access films and have all those things working. At sure, the same time. I it am, really I makes thought it an
0: experience.
1: I am so glad. Thanks Thank you, Brianna. I'm, I'm glad you called because that is something that maybe a lot of people would take for granted. Yeah. And um,
0: Holly, do you have any thoughts on uh, what makes? She's it- on the phone. Oh darn.
1: Um, I will tell you uh, what my favorite theater is. It's in Burnsville. It's the Odyssey Theater in Burnsville near Burnsville Center. You walk in there. I have to show you a picture, of Bradley, oh, yeah. because you that's, know which one? That's the movie theater this. that I always go to see movies with with my parents. It's the south best. Of the river. It is so the yeah. best. You go in there and it literally, you're in, you know, like Rome. You're in the column or like Greece or something like the statues are going to talk to you. Yes, it's fantastic. And they have a little like red carpet area. So you can I always have to take a picture there just because it's hilarious. No, it's a great theater. And again, reclining seats and they have a restaurant there so you can get like actual good food.
0: Handy dandy. Uh,
1: Also a good pop machine. You know,
0: that'll go. I like the um, they had one theater I went to. It was the only redeeming quality where you can pick your own pop you know, you press the screen to get whatever kind of pop you want. You
1: can mix up a whole bunch of different weird ones. Mm -hmm. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you know, there is another, now we've entered a new level in the me too movement in Hollywood. We've been talking so much about the people we see in front of the screen in the me too movement. What, begs to be noticed at this point is the other people in the industry and the huffington post has done a really great in-depth investigation of some people you might not be aware of and how they have been mistreated uh in hollywood and it was interesting and definitely worth noting i'm going to share some of the things i I gained from reading that article with you after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 107 one i feel really weird transitioning into this topic um after a song about filthy. putting your filthy hands on me, uh, but I'm gonna do it on the Colleen and Bradley show on the My Talk 1071, on the My Talk 1071. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Okay, so we you know, I'm always interested in how watching how um how we develop through different stories in Hollywood. Specifically this time, the Me Too you movement. I mean like the evolution
0: of the story. Thank
1: you, that's the word. Evolution. So you know, so we started with the Me Too movement. It really started, you know you could argue a couple other kind of beginnings, but when it really started to pick up steam was when um, uh, Harvey Weinstein was exposed for all of the exposing he did. Um, And then, you know, it kind of takes on another life. We start to hear about other accusations. We start to hear about things kind of coming to fruition with those accusations, people kind of corroborating stories, et cetera, et cetera. Then there's like a backlash that happens, and we've sort of seen that happen. Well, now there's another level of the Me Too movement, a lot of times we're, we're discussing the people who are in front of the camera, the actors and actresses, or even producers, directors, people with the big money, people who get paid the big bucks. Well, the Huffington Post has done a really interesting investigative report about Specifically, the women who are behind the camera, the people whose names you see in the credits, but they're kind of buried down the line a little bit, Mm -hmm. who aren't getting a lot of the credit for the work that is being done. And the fact that they say sexual harassment is basically part of the job, and this is something that they have been noticing, and it has been kind of frustrating to them while they've seen this play out in the media and we're talking about the celebrities, they're like, yeah, but me too. And I know that that the Me Too movement is not just about the celebrities and it does spread throughout all of life, but specifically in Hollywood, there's more to... The sexual misconduct in Hollywood then maybe has been meeting the eye.
0: Yeah, and I think that's that that shows or illustrates the real challenge with something like the Me Too movement is you have these high profile celebrities who are talking about their own interests. When we all know that it's not even just the women that are behind the camera and men for that matter, but, um, you know, people in post office jobs and people in radio Mm -hmm. jobs and people in um, jobs in pretty much any industry. And so the challenge then becomes, you know, does the sort of spotlight around the celebrities and a few particularly, you know, um, tabloid uh, infused or. You know, sort of salacious celebrity related stories kind of take the the wind out of the sails of any attention that people would place at lower levels. I mean, Right. You know, for the, the average working woman, you know, when the Me Too movement uh, campaign sort of launched, I, I'm sure there were a lot of average women who were like, yeah, we, uh, yeah. we know we've like, been here.
1: Been here, done yeah. that. Thank you for shedding light on it. And again, like you said, Bradley, y- you know, it is has all of the emphasis really been on that particular part of it. Well um in this article and I really I highly recommend people read this because it was it's well laid out it's well thought out it brings sort of into focus also the um, that that um writer what oh shoot I just lost the words that uh Francis McDormand talked about inclusion writer that that is all well and wonderful right because that is talking about the inclusiveness of of all of the people who are working on a film at any yeah. given time. But a filmmaker, Lexi Alexander says, you know, it's not enough to just hire people from different cultural backgrounds or marginalized groups. You also have to provide them with an environment they can succeed in. And that is what these people are speaking out against, is an environment
0: where... I'm Bradley Trainer And I'm Don McLean. We
1: have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's JLo lo And P.S. The person behind
0: all of this is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Sexual misconduct, sexual harassment is so part of the job that you almost sign up for it and 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 let things go because of it. there's a story in there about a woman who was hired to work on a movie and you know those are that's like an episode of life that there's a beginning, a middle and an end to that um, but she was hired to work on that as an assistant and one of the other a higher up behind the scenes person man invited her over to his house to order her a cab. She said, thank you. They'd been out with the group and he proceeded to basically, you know, help himself to her body and never called the cab. And it took her everything she had to get out of there. But then when she reported it to HR, because they do have an HR department and they are in a union. Yeah. The, uh, that person said, you know, you just gotta, st- you know, stick through it. It'll be done at some point. When the movie was done, they asked her to not come back or reapply for a job there. The man kept his job. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's interesting to read just sort of different stories of these people behind the scenes and what they've had to endure, things that they've overheard on, Uh, conversations over a channel that everybody's listening in on where uh, two of the the directors site directors said we really need to find some hot women to
0: work on these remote things so we have more of a group to pick from well hopefully hopefully you know again giving attention to women's stories like these will you know give them a fighting chance i
1: certainly hope so Uh, And again, it's in the Huffington Post, this article. For women behind the camera, sexual harassment is part of the job. It's a good read. Uh, When we come back on The Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got crazy, stupid idiots for you. But in the interim, we are going to get on a Facebook Live right now. We'll see you there. Dumb people doing dumb things. We like to point at them every single day and laugh at them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and Bradley Trainer. You're crazy, stupid idiots.
0: Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah.
1: Colleen and Bradley present CSI.
0: It stands for crazy stupid. It idiots. sure does, America. Why? Because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots—dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly, over and over again, oftentimes in a state that looks like a giant Schwanz and Gruber. You might know it as Florida. Mm-hmm. It does. If you turn it on its side, it mm-hmm. looks like a. I don't
1: know. Well, we're not going to that. Oregon we're going to Oregon
0: oh that just looks like a pancreas <laughs>
1: so a judge in Oregon um has found herself in a little bit of debt she's in debt because she found herself locked in her courtroom and she wasn't able to break free she caused three thousand dollars worth of damage trying to get out of the locked courtroom oh no why would what Oh, man. Okay, so... I need more on this. I know. So, I don't really know. Nobody really understands. She isn't talking about exactly why she was in there. She apparently did not realize when she went into the room that the door locked behind her. And she did not have with her her phone, nor did she have her keys to get out of the room. And so, uh, she became nervous. She was afraid she would be in there all night. She didn't know how she was going to get out. So she picked up, um, she picked up a piece of furniture and she used it as a battering ram to break free from the courtroom. Now, I don't know if you realize that in the majority of, of cities their courthouses are pretty historic like many of them are historic property oh sure right this is a beautiful old historic building and when she used that bench as a battering ram to get out of the courtroom it by the way didn't a it didn't work at all she still was locked in the room yeah it did break part of the door
0: I mean it looks like she tried to chisel the door away from like The
1: the door jam.
0: The uh, frame.
1: Yes, she did. She caused $3,000 worth of damage. She said, quote, I feel deeply sad to have caused harm to a beautiful and historic building. It is a building I cherish, respect, and am proud and grateful to work um, in.
0: I have a question. Yeah, one. I actually have two questions because okay. I'm looking at the photograph. Let me see what I can do. Well, the first thing is it's a courtroom. Yeah. Public building, mm-hmm. government building, mm-hmm. probably lots of security. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see something in the upper right-hand corner of the photograph, please? It's
1: a it's a camera. It,
0: yes, it's a, a camera. security camera. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So that means there's probably security yeah. guards mm-hmm. in the building. Yeah.
1: Interestingly, mm-hmm. guess who uh, released her from the room?
0: Security guard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm. why didn't she just stand in front of the security camera and wave her hands? I
1: think that clearly we are not dealing with a judge also, that's dealing with a full I have deck. Another question. Yeah.
0: What? um do you see look at the picture please okay okay. Mm -hmm. look in the lower Mm -hmm. right hand corner Mm -hmm. what does it say
1: fire exit
0: only but now fire exit only where where do you see what do you see above that an arrow where is the arrow pointing
1: to the right okay toward the fire exit
0: so Mm -hmm. there was a fire exit
1: Yeah, uh, there was a fire exit.
0: (laughs) So I'm really confused. I wonder if she was, maybe she'd had a few cocktails.
1: I don't know. But listen, again, here's the other thing. And this is the part that stuck out for me. Like, I wasn't even looking that closely at the photograph to notice the fire exit or the camera. Yeah. I would trust as a human being that has people in my life that uh, might notice if I went missing for any period of time. Yeah. That it would be but a matter of possibly a couple hours before somebody would be expecting me to be somewhere and might raise the flag. Why hasn't she shown up? Where is she? Maybe
0: she's like a shut in. Maybe she has no life.
1: I don't know. But then I would think, or, you know, worst case scenario, like, I don't know, find a comfy spot to lay in, just daydream. You're all by yourself. You might be okay. Just sleep over. You're fine. I don't know that using the bench as a battering ram. I might think of the consequences of that action. Well,
0: the other thing I would be concerned about the the only or excuse I could um, come up with is like if she had maybe had some jilly juice. <laughs>
1: she needed to
0: she hit really hit the restroom. Worried about waterfalls, mm-hmm. and she really needed to use the restroom. She needed to go chasing them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that would because you don't want to take a duty in the courtroom. This
1: is true. This is a good point. I can
0: understand being panicked, is what I'm saying. But before I was panicked, I think what I would do is one of two things: mm-hmm. stand in front of the camera, wave, or maybe go to the right and enter the fire exit. Also, if the fire exit was locked, can we just talk about how that's maybe not
1: very fire safe yeah yeah and like you know any concern about setting off alarms i would think your panic would just sort of override that right right. i don't know i'm just thinking like this is a woman who had to have gone to law school for a reasonable amount of time passed a bar was you know
0: Uh, lawyers can be tricky people
1: Oh, anyway all right that's it
0: um, okay, let's go to. Uh, we talked about a security guard, a, the thing in Oregon. Now we need to go to a school and a custodian. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need to talk about a custodian who is in South Carolina. Now, remember last week when kids walked out? They were like, "We got a lot of opinions. We're kids. We're walking out of school, mm-hmm. right?" It was actually kind of awesome to see kids involved in something larger than themselves. Well. At a particular school in South Carolina by the name of Richland Northeast High School on Wednesday, there was a custodian who sort of hung back because she was like, I ain't getting involved in your politics. Aisha Evans is her name. Mm -hmm. Now, she's a custodian at the school. Mm -hmm. She decided while the kids were out to be a crazy, stupid idiot.
1: Oh, dear. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear.
0: She ran naked through the school. Mm hmm. I don't know. She might have done that. But in the process, she also decided to go into a classroom while students were out and, uh, you know, play detective. And by that, I mean. Search look, for their cell phones. Look through people's stuff. Uh-uh. All told, uh, she was able to steal around one hundred and eighty dollars after she rummaged through three book bags. And, uh, you know, I don't know if you know this kids, they, they're smart. Mm-hmm. They really know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And so when they came back to, to the classroom, they noticed that their stuff was stolen and they were like, well, I wonder who was in the building. Well, we weren't. And everybody turned and looked at one lady by the name of 32 year old Aisha Evans. And she was like, Oh,
1: whoopsie doodles. Whoops. So what has her consequence for these actions been?
0: They killed her. What? Yeah, actually, that they, seems a little counter. They lit her on fire and then fed her to the dogs. No, no. What they actually did was fire her, and uh, she doesn't even have a lawyer, so she's probably just going to get the book thrown at her.
1: That's not going to in her next job interview. I mean, she that's was not going to One hundred and eighty
0: dollars. Well. Something tells me she can't afford a lawyer.
1: That's probably true.
0: Yeah, she was also employed by an outfit known as Service Solutions. Okay. Turns out she was part of the problem. Yeah. So she'll be looking for a job with service problems Mm -hmm. after she gets out of jail.
1: Again, also kind of an awkward interview, right? Like, why did you leave your last job? Because I stole $180 from kids.
0: Yeah. Well, you you know, kids are maybe they were like entitled kids and she felt like she was doing a Robin Hood. Okay. Are you okay?
1: I just had a memory of something that I needed did, to do for my own kids.
0: Oh, are you okay? Do you need to have a moment? N- nope. What do you need to do?
1: Um, I need to refill their school lunch
0: accounts. Oh, my God. You literally <laughs> just about grabbed for your phone. I thought maybe you were getting a text or something. No.
1: I just realized my kids are stealing food from school right now. Okay. By accident. Okay. Sorry.
0: Whoops. All right. And
1: that'll show up well, on the can, Bad
0: Moms Club. Luckily, we're just around the corner from a break. Okay.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna take care of that. Would you like to hear one more crazy, stupid idiot before I take sure. care of that? My kids' yeah. school balance. I want to tell you about a guy from uh, Indiana. His name is Derek Feria. He's 19 years old, and he also was a little hard up for cash.
0: Um, he looks like he's just hard up.
1: Yeah, it's it's been a rough 19 years for for young Derek. Well, he thought, you know what? I need to go rob a bank, but problem. I don't have transportation. Okay. Good news. Okay. I'll call a cab. Where was this? Mm, This was in Evansville, Indiana. Mm -hmm. So he ordered a taxi cab to his home. The taxi cab picked him up at his home. It (laughs) drove him then to the bank where he entered the bank and gave the teller a note that read, This is a robbery. Give me all your money. He did not have a weapon. And then he took the cab back home and paid the driver twenty dollars in cash from the money he stole. How
0: old is this kid?
1: From it says nineteen.
0: Yeah. So I just found him on Facebook. He looks like he's twelve. Maybe he's just uh, really looks young for his age. That is hilarious.
1: Right? Uh, the authorities did recover all the money stolen during the robbery, except for the $14 cab fare and the $6 tip. How generous of him. He tipped the cab. It was nice. Who drove his getaway car to nice. his bank robbery. I think.
0: Do you play the home? I always play the home game and look up um, oh, I love it. people's names on Facebook I, to see if you can see their profile.
1: I love it. Derek Feria of Evansville. Indiana everybody look him up on Facebook and then once you're done with that head over to the My Talk 1071 Facebook page and answer our daily snap judgment. It's a question we ask every single day on our Facebook page. It's a this or that question. You answer it, we judge you accordingly. What was the question we asked today, Bradley? Today Trainer? the
0: question was chicken or turkey. That would be
1: chicken. Or turkey.
0: turkey. Chicken or turkey.
1: That is the question. Answer that. We'll judge you for it. After this, we'll also check in with our friend Donnie on My Talk 1071. Well, we've got a daily snap judgment on the MyTalk 1071 Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash MyTalk 1071 It's a this or that question we ask you on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk 1071com We are everything entertainment. I am Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And today the question was... Chicken or turkey? Chicken or turkey. And the reason why we asked that is today is a very special holiday that I know you've been celebrating all day. It's National Poultry Day.
0: Mm.
1: Yes. And people did answer the question, Bradley. Would mm. you like to hear some of the uh, answers? Animals, please. Okay. Loic said... Nothing better than fried chicken. Fried chicken. Dawn said turkey today. I've eaten so much chicken the last week or two. Something a little different would be good. Annie said I love ground turkey meat instead of ground beef. Less fat and calories. So I say turkey.
0: Wow. Thanks, healthy brag. Sensible choice.
1: Allison said turkey stuffing mashed potatoes. Nothing better.
0: Really, there's nothing better.
1: I mean, a good thanks. You know what, though? I can only eat the Thanksgiving meal once a year.
0: I eat turkey every week. So for me, Thanksgiving's meal has lost its uh, luster.
1: Except for the, s- the stuffing and the mashed potatoes and gravy.
0: Yeah, I'm not a huge. The only time I like mashed potatoes is if uh, there's a really good gravy. I'm not a huge mm-hmm. stuffing fan.
1: What about the green bean casserole? You're not down with that?
0: Yeah, no, I like green oh, bean casserole. So but good. again, you can have that any time.
1: Yeah, but you don't. That's my thing is like anything that's on the Thanksgiving table, I want to not eat any other time of year because I want it to be special minus the turkey. I will eat turkey anytime. Uh Jody said chicken grilled is the best.
0: Grilled chicken is the best. Oh, my God. Don't go to her parties.
1: Victoria said Chicken. The older I get, the more I realize that turkey is not good. <laughs> Wisdom. I understand. Uh, and Molly said, Bark-a!
0: the only white meat. Um, Excuse you? That's what she said. She said, what?
1: Bark-a! I'm oh, not I'm sorry, reading it. What did it exa- she say? I'm not going to read it the way she wrote it. Okay.
0: Because okay. that sounds dirty.
1: And Jill said, chicken. So versatile.
0: Mm. Chicken is very verse.
1: Versatile. And uh Rebecca said buck buck buck. Chicken. Is it buck?
0: No, it's balk. Yeah. The correct pronunciation would, of the chicken listen, noise is balk.
1: I would take I would have chicken if it gave me money. Uh let's invite our our friend. She said buck. Oh.
0: <sighs> I tried. Oh sorry. Give it up, for Donnie. Thank you. Oh, Donnie. oh hey Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's pretty good. <laughs> I'm trying to have a <laughs> sorry, conversation with
1: really you, Donnie. Friend. You interrogate Donnie.
0: Delayed Who is
1: it's Donnie. Hi, Donnie. I don't have to pretend. Hi, Donnie.
0: So, if, when a chicken makes a clucking noise, yeah. why doesn't it go cluck, cluck, clock, clock, clock instead sort of mark, 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 mark? Are people
1: thinking about this? Uh, you know you are right. so that's happening
0: yeah, one of those mysteries of life
1: is it yeah <laughs> donnie <laughs> donnie's joined us I, you know listen donnie doesn't get celebrated on his own show so we like to bring him here and have a little donnie celebration
0: Donny, yo, uh chicken or turkey i'm gonna go with turkey What makes turkey stand out to you? Uh, I like it on uh, sandwiches with uh, some nice uh, spicy mustard. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, you get the the sliced turkey. Like a brown mustard? Yeah. Mm. You know, like uh, what's the one? Grape poupon? Oh, you like the grey oh, poupon? Uh, well then. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Grey poupon with some pardon some sliced me. turkey. You're not going like, to get sliced chicken Can I on a just sandwich. can I make a, you know, a, a uncomfortable no. statement? I, I don't, don't like grey poupon. Well, fine. I'm not a Dijon person. You know, I, that's my It's a little I, I
1: feel like you either are or you aren't. It's yeah. a
0: little strong for my taste. You're
1: either fancy or you're a pedestrian. Make no, I like a, I like a
0: good German brown <laughs> mustard. Sure. I don't like a, a Dijon with that, like, whiny or oh, whatever that... It's like, like
1: a white wine, briny yeah, kind, briny, of, briny kind that, of thing. Yeah, I do like that. So uh, when I was in, you know. uh, right out of college, or maybe I was in college, so whatever, I had a job, and for some reason in their kitchen, they had little Grey Poupon packets, and that summer, I got, I got addicted to Grey Poupon. I, I haven't been able... I haven't been the same since. Oh, wow. I really had to come off that, because it was... I was stealing packets and bringing them home <laughs> oh with me. Oh my gosh.
0: It sounds like a low. Yeah. It was a little, a little bit. Thank you for life. caring. I I can yeah. see uh, that I'm can not you're... sure the statute of limitations has run out on your gray coupon theft. Well, it was over
1: 20 years ago. So I well, feel like I'm, I'm just saying. saying. No. Okay. Is that theft if you are yes. taking the packets from, I mean, I wasn't taking like the all of them. If you're
0: taking it for a later use, that is thievery really? as far as I'm concerned. Okay, well, I ask, think we need to
1: adjudicate this at a different time. Yeah. I think uh, it's, it's does petty well, like, Why
0: wouldn't you just take the whole box and be like, I'm going to just take all this? Well, because
1: I didn't need all this. I just needed like a couple for later need, just to get me through. Need yeah. or want. Wa- ne- ne- want? Want. Need want. Need n- not. Hey, Colleen, yeah, chicken hi. or turkey? I'm going to say turkey.
0: <gasps> oh my God, what is wrong with all of you? Go on, why?
1: Well, I just, you know, I because like you eat turkey all the time. I eat chicken all the time, so turkey, you know, especially like a nice deli turkey, you know, on a yeah, sandwich. I, like Give, a I
0: know you're gonna find this shocking. Okay. My own opinion, mm-hmm. okay, which I think is perhaps the winning opinion. He can't.
1: Okay, okay, again, <sighs> God, I so I don't have titties. time for that. I'm
0: just I'm I'm entitled to my opinion,
1: you, honey. Oh, nobody well. is telling you that then you get don't off. get to be entitled.
0: Step to your, back, of your opinion. <laughs> Okay. Then let me just have it. Go uh, have it. No. To me, can you honestly like think about this? Oh, I, okay. Is there anything better than a crispy chicken thigh?
1: Um. Yeah, the oh, nice turkey burger. So
0: not anything better turkey in the world a nice cheese, crispy, warm <laughs> skin on, bone in, juicy chicken. Thigh. I
1: think I've been let down by <laughs> fried chicken thighs too many times oh, in my life because, you know, a bad one will really,
0: it'll really, what? A bad, what <laughs> what are you even talking about? Bad? bad when experience. have you had a bad fried I don't chicken know, but thigh? like,
1: if it doesn't live up to your expert expectations and like, <laughs> you know, that Maybe is a I thing that can let you standards. down. Could be. Holly? I'm just
0: saying turkey is like, hi, I'm turkey.
1: And what's chicken like?
0: Chicken is like, oh baby, I'm such a chicken thigh. Please,
1: okay, all right, Holly. Please, chicken.
0: Yes. Okay, so it's What's your favorite? Two. What's your favorite? Oh my it's Ma- not a game, oh, you guys. I love chicken talk. <laughs> Thank
1: okay. you for asking, Bradley. Talk I- <laughs> dirty
0: to me, chicken thigh.
1: <laughs> Tell me about your chicken thigh.
0: You got some sweet this chicken Holly's thighs over there, Holly. I'm thighs.
1: feeling kind of uncomfortable yeah, right now. Yeah, you, you should be. be. You should. I am too. But I like... <laughs> Mark, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I like buying rotisserie chickens from the store. Oh. And then, oh, and yeah. then eating them over the sink.
0: Colleen. A rotisserie chicken versus... Okay, it's not like but a forever it decision. On.
1: It's just like tonight. Yes, it is. <laughs> Calm down.
0: We are having oh, chicken thighs shit.
1: tonight. And I just thought, and you know. you're going to love
0: it. You're going to have them. They're succulent. And they're <laughs> juicy. And they're crispy.
1: Your passion I for like chicken. chicken tonight. Like,
0: I chicken tonight I like chicken tonight. Your
1: chicken passion is, I'm, I admire it. I just want you to know yeah, that. I'm just saying. But yes, a chicken. <laughs> I, I love to pick a carcass just like <laughs> how I does. Get a rotisserie chicken. Call it a day. Yep. putting that. Oh. Okay. All right. Okay, everybody. Carcass. Okay, we got to go. Ka-chonk, ka-chonk. ka-chonk, ka-chonk babe. Lori and Julia coming up next. the trick, babe.